You are listening to the Drew and Dan Podcast Network. The following is brought to you by the Expatriate Breakfast Burrito. Welcome to the Drew and Dan Podcast Experience. Hey, we back. Hey. Long time no see, y'all. It's June uh, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan, I can't help but notice we're on Zoom now. We are on Zoom. So I It's can because speak- you refuse to get vaccinated and we can't be in the same room. <laughs> yeah, not true. Um, no. Drew, we got some we got some big life updates to share with uh, Drew and Dan faithful. Oh, wait. You go first. I gotta know. Okay. I can see you and you can see me. Can our mm-hmm. listeners see us right now? No, I'm gonna delete the video. I'll keep the audio. Okay. Maybe we could post a little a little thumbnail or something. Dude, I don't I, know. I feel like as a vlog, you and I are uh, are pretty buzzing. <laughs> a vlog. A vlog. I'll post this. I'll post this to my Zanga as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> I'm taking. A, I'm taking a screenshot. Listen. You hear that? Oh, that was good. Yeah, okay. that was good. Uh. Drew, we got some serious life updates. It's been a long time since we've done the podcast. Yeah. Um, but you can only go so long with so many people chirping in your ear about when's the next pod dropping? When's the next pod dropping? I know. I know. And so it's like, oh. Yeah, that's the hard part about having fans, being famous. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we were just like local famous, I mean, we didn't have millions of listeners, but. I mean, it would be one thing to even be nationally famous, but to yeah. be internationally famous. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, like we there, are, there were thousands of listeners to the Drew and Dan pod. Yeah, there and, are, there are still. So <laughs> we, we may have to build them back up slowly. Yes. One, yes. Brick by brick, my time. citizens. Uh, okay, Drew. So our last big, pod, we lived in Oregon. Yeah. Both of us lived in Oregon. Both of us lived in Oregon. And, uh, I now live just slightly north in Washington, and you live out in the desert. I live as far south as you can get and still be in the United States in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that, that's a big life update. So move the family down to the desert. We're Yeah, I've seen your... Farm. It's good. And I've seen your place. It's awesome. Yeah, we're living, living the dream out here. So, um, yep. yeah, and... Yeah, that's good. You uh, you're selling tractors. I'm selling software. I don't know. Well, you know. That's right. Yep. New careers. We're no longer saving souls. We're selling stuff. <laughs> that was pretty good. Life is good. I, uh, <laughs> we moved. We changed careers. I had a kid since the last podcast. You're kidding. That's just man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, your kid's almost fully grown. Your kid. I saw him on Instagram today. He's like shaving. Yeah, he is shit. He's huge. He's yeah. massive. Uh, my son went to his first movie today, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic Two, right? Sonic Two, yes. Is it true that is it true that Stringer Bell is in the movie? Yes, <laughs> he he's a significant voice in the movie. <laughs> That's he awesome. Plays, he plays Knuckles, and uh, I asked Kate. I said, "What was your fa- What was your favorite part of Sonic Two? Of all the like explosions and superhero stuff?" And he said. It's when Sonic and Knuckles became friends. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert, gosh. Oh, you've never played the video game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point, fair point. Uh, Drew, it's good to be back. It's good yeah, to be back, back doing this podcast. 
Here's a roadmap for what we're doing today. Today's going to be a little shorter one just because we're giving the people a taste. Um, we're going to talk about, since it's been so long, what have you watched recently that you liked? What you, have you listened to recently that you liked? We're going to give a quick Bachelor recap because we can't not speak on the Clayton. Wait, is it Colton or Clayton? It was Clayton, right? That just went. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the, it, doesn't. it doesn't. Well, this guy sucked, so we're going to talk a little bit about it and our thoughts on the upcoming bachelorette season. And then we're going to talk just a little bit of NBA. I got some Lakers stuff to get off my chest. I know you have a lot of warriors thoughts. You're doing this whole woes me thing. And they're the third, they're the three seeds. So, okay. I can oh, see my team face. sucks. We're the three seed. I can, I can see your face and I want you to know, I don't appreciate this already. The listeners can't see. <laughs> your face. Very All right. But so we, okay. We're not dumb. We know where our bread is buttered. We've seen the stats. Yep. We've run that. We've run the algorithms. We know that when we talk Bachelor, our pod has thousands of listens, and we know when it we explodes. talk. When we, when we talk about the NBA, our pod has usually less than ten listens. So yeah. <laughs> here's the deal, and some of that's branded listening from different IP addresses. But uh, you know what we should do? We should make all our Bachelor content uh, behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, an easy five dollars a month to access all the Bachelor Bachelorette content. Yeah, with the, what, do, what do they call that? Um, the Patreon. Patreon, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you used to call it Patreon, but I would always correct you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay, Drew, really quick. Uh, what? It's, it's, oh, go we, ahead. We have in a while, but we've been watching. We have not missed a season. We have not missed mm-hmm. an episode. Um, we've not, you know, we talk about bringing the pod back. There's been a couple... There's been some dud seasons, honestly. I don't think they were really pod-worthy for a while, but there were moments that were pod-worthy where, like, man, we should do an emergency pod just for this moment that's happened a handful of times. Yeah. Um, I've never been a fan of Bachelor in Paradise, but the last Bachelor in Oh, my gosh, dude. was, like, a master class in producer manipulation, mm-hmm. and we should have potted that. I didn't, you know, I didn't expect to like it because um, I never really like it because it's not that good of a show. Uh, but the last one was like just epic and amazing. And it was, just, dude, it was, uh, it was incredible. Josie and I were saying it's more riveting than like, it's like on the same level as like when the new season of succession comes out and you're like, Oh my gosh, who's going to betray who next? It's like bachelor in paradise is on that level. And by the way, my wife has completely, she's like deep in the lore of bachelor. She, uh, she recently started, uh, started a new, internship for a counseling program and they uh they like introduce people and they said like hey what what are your hobbies so people are like oh i like baking bread i like doing this i like doing that josie she said her hobby was the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) how did that go go over i think people were confused (laughs) they're like uh yeah Yeah, uh, bachelor in paradise was incredible yeah there was like there's so much stirring the pot. There was uh grocery store Joe who was just like, I kind of respect the guy just kind of there wearing flip-flops. Right. He, he nabbed the girl that everyone wanted in like the first week. And then he just kind of coasted the rest of the time and his ears perked up whenever there was drama and he, he kind of started stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they, they did an incredible job just knowing exactly, you know, who to send in when. And they had it was so strategic about, you know, they had everyone just lined up ready to go. 
Um, they, we, that couple that lied to get in and just waited. Oh my gosh. So the dude, who was the dude? Oh, it's Brendan. Brendan, yeah. Who, like, when he was on the show, I was like, dude, this dude's going to win. And then he pulled himself out and whatever. Yeah, he was awesome. I still thought he was a legit dude. And then after that show, he's like, okay, this dude is a total, total bomb. What a dud. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, you know, that went all bad. I mean, anyway, so that, that, I mean, that was just a great show. Um, mm-hmm. And I was surprisingly, normally the reason I don't like that show is because at a certain point, everyone kind of couples off and it's just kind of done, you know? Yeah. It loses steam after like the third week. Exactly. And, but the, this season for some, somehow they kind of kept the, uh, kept the excitement up. I don't even know what the difference was. Uh, it ended up with those two bros who like left together. Like, you know, that was just like the funniest thing. Yeah, dude. They were just like stoked to be friends. And then they like went and like got a house together in San Diego. I mean, incredible. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of bachelorette and we don't have time to get into all of it right now, but I was thinking back, we didn't do any pods for Katie's season, right? No. Or paradise or Michelle's season or Clayton's season, which is what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, or Crazy Claire's short-circuited season that turned into oh, yeah. a season. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of stuff. We didn't, we didn't do anything for that season. I remember watching some at your house, dude. I tried, and you were like, "No, I don't have time. Right? Time is money." <laughs> yeah, that is very true. <laughs> but okay, let's. So, I mean, you want to kick Clay- off, You want to kick off with a quick recap, saying what have you been watching this? lately what have you been listening yeah 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 the bachelor in paradise was something that was big um you know i you know haven't watched too much else lately to be honest i mean we're we're a big american idol family always have been uh-huh. don't don't roll your eyes at me i saw that um i did not roll my eyes i actually i did roll my eyes because you made you just said I don't watch much, but I feel like every time I see you, you're like, have you seen this? 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 No. I just want to know if you've seen it. Okay, Drew, I have to give you props. I held off watching Ted Lasso. Infuriating. I was so mad at you. Forever. And it got to the point where it's like, everyone has seen this show except for me and still Brandon Cavender, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the Josie and I finally watched it and we really liked it. It was really good. Okay. I was honestly, Dan, I won't like, there was a, <laughs> I was pretending it didn't bother me, but like Ted Lasso was just an immediate like triumph. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is amazing. Everyone said that. And I would like ask you, have you seen Ted Lasso? And you would say no. And I'd be like, oh yeah, cool. Whatever. Like I did, I was trying to act like it didn't bother me, but I was like, oh dude, I could tell mad. No, you couldn't. I could physically see your skin crawling. Cause you'd be like, dude, you have to watch Ted Lasso. And I'd be like, yeah, but after a while I take, we kind of want to rewatch. We watch rewatch Sopranos and do a couple other things. first. You you rewatch like five shows before you watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) Every single one. I was like, Hold on, you've already seen the show. You're rewatching this show, and you won't watch Ted Lasso. Wrong. <laughs> can I? Can I tell you the last straw that pushed us into watching it? It goes. It goes into what have I watched lately? Uh, my wife and I watched Yellow Jackets, and it just like really screwed Josie up. So she's like, "We need to watch something really lighthearted." So we watched Ted Lasso, and it made it a little bit better. 
she also has a huge crush on Roy Kent. And nothing to do with me or my recommendation. Good to know. No, not at all. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's where, that's where we've been lately. Um, yeah, I don't know. Musically, it sounds like you've got some, some new stuff you're listening to. Vince Staples just dropped a new album. My wife and I saw Olivia Rodrigo last week and it was awesome. And the girl that opened for her, Gracie Abrams, great pop singer. We'd never heard her before, but now we listen to her a lot. Okay. That's awesome. I, I have not listened to any new music in like over a decade, but I, Mm -hmm. um, I got a lot of concert tickets this year. So excited, you know, coming, I mean, the pandemic never really existed in Arizona, so, um, everything's kind of fair game, Nice, Um, but I've got seen Phoebe Bridgers next week. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. That would be awesome. uh, And then Coldplay after that. And then. Pearl Jam after that, and then Ben Folds after that. So I just got like this lineup of. Um, and then Rage Against the Machine next year. Rage Against the Machine has been postponed for year three, so that's that's happening. That's all right. Yeah, but so quick. Uh, I mean, let's just dive into the Bachelor. I mean, if yeah, if, yeah, I'm sure people are listening. They're they're you know obviously the loyal fans want to hear about our life. That's our life. Dan and I just saw each other for spring training in Arizona. Watched a lot of baseball. It was amazing. Um, yeah, it was great. More, we're mortal enemies because uh, he roots for the Dodgers, I root for the Giants, and our baseball season stuff actually gets a little bit tense. Because um, uh, I mean, everyone knows the Dodgers cheat. That's a proven fact um it's not proven at all <laughs> so our friendship gets everyone knows the giants are the stupidest team in the whole league. <laughs> <Our friendship gets laughs> um but that's neither here nor there it's, it's uh let's just do a quick recap of the last bachelor season it was clayton yeah and let's just talk about when he was announced as the bachelor he was still a contestant on the previous show when it like word came out that he was the bachelor when i heard i i didn't have like a negative response per se i was just like he was in michelle's season for like 10 minutes yeah it's like i guess he's like a nice guy i just it seemed weird to me that they just picked a super random dude yeah and like the most like like play he got was when he was on the episode with the kids where all the kids like picked him as the best one and it was like, okay, that's fine. Um, it's like, and, dude, you're not trying to date kids. You're trying to date a freaking woman. Yeah. Grow and, up, Clayton. No, but but they announced, they announced him and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe there'll be more to this guy in this season than there really wasn't. Um, but I don't know. It was, uh, it was kind of an excruciating season. I mean, at, at any point, I mean, mm. the – they they brought in like the villain like I mean, right from the beginning right they had like a couple villain girls that like really stood mm-hmm. out may being kind of there was like, that girl on night one that she like turned on Clayton so fast remember that yeah the, yeah the, the girl who was like who met Clayton and talked to him and then was like oh absolutely not yeah I hate but, him yeah and like everyone kind of like ridiculed her and she got like a bad rap like early on but then like later on after all said and done she's like the smartest one there she like yeah. talked, she like talked to clayton and was like oh no like no no chance i'm not into this guy at all and all the other girls were like well, then get out of here and then you know even us as the viewers were like why are you you know just like whatever 
But yeah. now, that, now that we've seen who Clayton is, it's like, wow, that girl's actually a genius. So what was interesting about that was that was actually like a blueprint for the show because this season, more than seasons that I can remember, was like the ultimate battle between like dating in the world of The Bachelor and like being okay with the guy that you hope to marry, sleeping with other girls like before you see him, you know, like this, like in The Bachelor world, all these weird things are accepted versus dating in the real world, which the girl, the girl in the first episode, it's like, yeah, if you go on a date with a person and you don't vibe, then you're not going to try to keep dating them. Right. But so it was interesting to see like that pattern repeated over and over and over again to like the very end where Susie had her meltdown where it's like, Susie, you're not wrong. And yeah, like you don't want to date someone that's like being intimate with other people, but that's also the show you signed up for. So it's this like juxtaposition between dating in the real world and dating in the world of the bachelor. And I think that's why, like, I didn't, I didn't like Clayton, but I thought it was a really good season because it was just a lot of excruciating moments, a lot of cringeworthy. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we everyone can agree from the jump that Clayton is pretty much the dumbest guy in the world. Yes. Well, second dumbest. (laughs) I'll let you figure out. I'll let you figure out who the first dumbest is. I have no idea who you mean. Okay. Uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so, so dumb. Yeah. So he, he's literally like, anyway, yeah, he's so dumb. And then, um, but let's just like focus on, I mean, so all the, Sinead caused all the drama like early on. Right. And then she finally, she got let go. And there was the other girl who like uh, fake cried and Clayton caught <laughs> her fake crying. That was pretty funny. Like that, yeah, that was crazy. Clayton was like, it's like that's like the one moment where like Clayton had this clarity where it's like, whoa, Clayton, you're like actually kind of smart, maybe. I know. I thought I thought sure he was turning girl, a corner. Yeah, I thought for sure that girl was gonna play him like a fiddle and get you know get away with it. And then he like caught her like fake crying or whatever. But let's just focus on the last three, right? I mean, that's mm. that, that's really where the focus should be. So it's Susie, um, that blonde girl. What's her name? Rachel, right? <laughs> Rachel, who I can't stand, and you—you're like you like her. I don't get it. And then I like her. Then Gabby, who's you know, she's fine. She's whatever. She was she was funny, you know. Um, but so we'll get to the final three, and so you, you think Sus? So Susie's whole whole deal where she was mad that Clayton slept with two out of the three. Yeah. Uh, you think, was that unreasonable of her or was it reasonable of her to expect based on their level of how she perceived their relationship, their conversations, what he was saying to her, maybe it was reasonable of her to like, some people it's like, well, you're on the bachelor's fantasy suites. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But was it We don't also know exactly what their level of conversations were leading up to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem is like Susie, in any realm other than the bachelor world, she's like totally right. Right. There, It's like not even a question. Like sure. why, if we're going to get married, why would you even like entertain the idea of going out with other women where I think Susie 
What's unfortunate for her is I feel like the last few seasons of the bachelor bachelorette have broken the code, right? Like if you look back to Colton's season, he shut the whole thing down because he knew what he wanted. And you look at freaking Claire who shut it down did, did week Colton three. Cause she, did Colton know what he wanted? Uh, <laughs> he was on a journey. Continue. He was on a journey, <laughs> but but you know what I mean? Like you look at Claire, she's like, I want to be with Dale. And so she shut things down in week three. So like <laughs> the bachelor had kind of like for a few seasons been veering off into this realm of like the formula is breaking down. Yeah. So I, I think that Susie probably thought it'd be the same. Like if Clayton really loved me, he'll not go out with these other girls, but Clayton actually stuck to the bachelor formula for the first time in a few seasons. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, but, but uh, again, I, again, I totally see it from her perspective though, where it was like to your, yeah. what you said, if Clayton really loved me, right. Like, and that's the thing if, cause Clay, we know Clayton said, I love you to basically three different women. Right. Yeah. And like, what does that mean? Like, you know, like, you know, like I love, so Susie's like, Oh wow. We're in love. This is a done deal. Right. Like obviously he's mm-hmm. not saying I love you to three different women. Well, surprise he was. And yeah. so Susie's thinking, okay, like, I've basically won for lack of a better word. Like it's me and him now. Cause you know, yeah. he's in love with me. <laughs> Turns out Clayton's in love with everyone. And yeah. so that's, I think, I think she was actually justified in that. You know, if, if Clayton didn't, I mean, Clayton should have just, you know, helped picked his words differently. Is the way I look at it. I think I was team Susie, but then I wasn't team Susie when she came back around after you know, like that horrible conversation they had where he victim blamed her for what. Yeah, that was brutal. Was feeling. That was brutal. And I was really happy and proud of her that she walked up, you know, left him and was like, mm-hmm. you're the worst person. Like, I'm out of here. And then I was like, dude, that's amazing. This girl will obviously be the bachelorette. I mean, that was, you know, a yeah. lot of her bone. good for her. And then I was literally just devastated when she walked out at the end you know, the we were two, and I was we like, we both had our heads in our hands, and we yeah. were just like, oh, Susie, so like, no. Susie, no, why did you do that? And I'm sure that was everyone's reaction. And yeah. then she, like, you know, we just kind of talked it through, and I understand. It's like, no, like no one should talk to you like that. No one should treat you like yeah. that. No one should make you feel like that. And then I don't know. It was it was it was tough. And then um, yeah, any other thoughts on that? No, I agree with everything you said. I the other brutal part of the season was when Colton or wait, Clayton. <laughs> when Clayton broke up with Rachel and uh and Gabby in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh but then Gabby's Gabby's just well, destruction okay. of him okay, in that conversation about, was awesome. Okay, okay we gotta talk about Susie walked out on Clayton and then uh-huh. Gabby and uh, Rachel were the last two standing. And then he like, had his big reveal to them and Gabby literally walked out. Rachel never walked out. Like that's, a, that's, a, that's the funniest part. Rachel was like, man, and she, she's over dramatic and she like sobs and that she, everything she does is like one like massive overreaction. And I literally, and she whispers. 
I literally can't stand her mostly for the whispering, but, um, <laughs> so, I mean, we, I mean, go back and watch how much she like whispers from like an inch away and like, just, just stop. That's the worst thing ever. But like, so Gabby walked away. <laughs> so they know Susie's gone. Gabby left. And then Rachel's just standing there like, yeah, I guess I'm still down. Like, is it just you and me now? But then Cole, I know that was really hard. Clayton runs after her, talks Becca back into coming back. And Rachel's like, okay, it was just you and me, but I guess now you went after Becca and brought her back to the, in, into the fold. Gabby, not Becca. Yeah. Gabby. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I do that a lot. And then <laughs> Rachel was the only one who never walked out. Yeah. And then ultimately Gabby, after being talked into coming back, was, you know, rejected and Rachel was rejected. And then Susie shows up, but I was just like, Susie, you don't deserve this. You should you should be the next bachelor. And instead of Susie being the next bachelorette and getting to pick the right guy for her, we have a double show of Gabby and Rachel. And Gabby I can get down with. Rachel is just oh, I I can't I can't, I don't think I can watch it. Was she gonna like whisper in every guy's face? <laughs> I also over dramatic. They're like every little thing. They're playing it up to be this like it's the two best friends on the show together. It's like I think they were friendly. I didn't know they were like best friends. Yeah. Exactly. Also, they both like slept with each other's boyfriends. Like, <laughs> your best friends. And, and how does this work? <laughs> Guys like apply to the show and like hope for one, but might get the other and be like, oh, I guess I'll make the best of it. I mean, I don't know. The best would be when Brandon Cavender gets accepted, but it's for <laughs> Rachel's side of the season, not Gabby's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, this is gonna be yeah. This is gonna be rough. I don't think I can watch. I don't. I can't. I'm excited. Rachel. Last thing I'll say is Jesse Palmer is awesome. He, I love him as a host. Yeah, he, yeah, he was he was pretty funny. He did a good job. It was Josie and I were saying we we didn't realize how much the show needed like an actual host because we had. Uh, um, the two girls. Kate, Kaylin and Tasha. Yeah, Kaylin and Tasha. And for a couple of seasons, it was like, oh, they're doing a good job, but having like an actual host is really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jesse did a great job. Um yeah. so yeah, I think uh it'll be hey, if you're listening and you know, if you disagree with me, I am I'm a hundred percent out on Rachel. If you disagree, send us a tweet at Drew Martin at Deo Tree. Let us know. Are you, are you Team Gabby and Team Rachel? Are you just one or the other? Um, thoughts on Susie? Let us know on Twitter. Yeah, go ahead and hashtag uh, Believe Drew if you <laughs> don't like Rachel, and hashtag uh, Believe Brandon. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> our friend Brandon has a huge crush on Gabby. Our friend Brandon is applying to be on Bachelorette to be on. You know it's rigged though. Back in the day, I applied to be on JoJo's season, and I didn't hear a peep. So, yeah, they knew about the pod. They knew we were too powerful. Yeah, that's true. Uh, should we do a pod tradition and try and get Matt Ehlers on the phone? <laughs> no, we don't have time for Matt. His thoughts. And Matt's married now. He's too grounded. We don't have time for Matt. He watched the whole season. <laughs> Maybe next time. What are the odds? We got to squeeze in. 
What Drew, I was very back? clear about my time constraints here. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you Sorry, go. listeners, not to get too behind the scenes, but uh, yeah, so they, like to to they like to know how the sausage is made. That's kind of what makes yeah, it yeah. so successful. So we're going to dive That's into true. the DNA side of things. Um, it's uh, we're goodbye to today. all our listeners except for Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have one listener who does the crossover of both pods. Uh, if you're a Bachelor fan, hit go ahead and hit stop now. And uh, <laughs> Brandon, welcome to our show. No, really quick, NBA. Um, I part of me as as just a general NBA fan, I'm really excited because it's fun to see just different teams in the fold. You know, teams like the Suns are really good. Grizzlies. I mean, the whole West, the Mavs. Um, it's super fun to see these different teams, but. As a Lakers fan, I'm disgraced. I'm embarrassed. Um, this is this is the this is my least favorite season I've ever watched as a Lakers fan because I was thinking back, like literally since pre Shaq and Kobe, there was always a fun reason to watch the team. Um, I'm even thinking five years ago when we had. We had Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell, Lonzo Ball. Like the team was not good, Jordan Clarkson. But there was at least this like pressure removed of like, well, we don't have any superstars. So no one's expecting us to be like Lakers level good. So we can just kind of have fun and develop this team. But LeBron, man, I, Drew, can I ISO out really quick? Can I go off on LeBron for a second? Are you okay with it? I'm ready. I shared this with you the other day, but. So LeBron, he, any, any list that you look at from ESPN, NBA.com, whoever, TNT guys, uh, whoever it's like LeBron is the number two greatest player of all time. Some people put him number one and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. He's incredible, um, incredible basketball player. But I was thinking in terms of Lakers players, in terms of their importance to the Lakers at the specific era that they were playing. Uh, I have LeBron like the ninth or 10th best of all time. How does that sit with you? Lakers. <laughs> it's uh, it's a take. I'm going to rattle off a few names really quick that I would easily put ahead of LeBron. Okay. Yeah. Working backwards. We got Kobe, we got Pau Gasol, got Shaq. We got Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain. And if you want to go back farther, you can. But all those players were more important to the Lakers in the era that they played than LeBron is now. Because LeBron... I want to be He's clear. just trying to get... You did say Pau Gasol. Oh, without a doubt. Any true... If there's any true Lakers fans listening to this podcast, they would agree with me 100%. Okay. LeBron just shows up. He wins as a title, which is great, but a bubble title. And we got really lucky with injuries. Let's pump the brakes on, pump the brakes on calling it a title. That's like saying the Dodgers title. <laughs> <laughs> That's another conversation for another time. But uh, but he just shows up and he kind of steers the whole shit, gets us freaking Russell Westbrook. And then now, like midway through the season, he's trying to – distance himself from the decision-making process that brought Russell Westbrook here, but he is just, I don't know. He doesn't feel a part of the Lakers. Like when I think of 
whose jerseys do I want retired in Staples Center or whatever it's called now, crypto.com center or whatever. It's like, I don't, I don't see LeBron's jersey up there. LeBron doesn't feel like a Laker to me. He feels like a hired gun who wanted to live in LA, who wanted to attend all his son's basketball games in LA and who just wanted like the biggest spotlight possible. And I, I'm grateful for the quote unquote title that he brought us, but I just want, I, I want him to leave. I like want the Lakers back, you know? So, I mean, he is averaging the most points he's ever averaged in his career. Right. Great. We missed the playoffs. We missed the, we missed the play-in tournament, the 10 so seed. We couldn't even get the 10 seed. What would happen if the Lakers did not have the injuries they had this year? What would they, what would ha- what would be different? Like, cause you're putting a lot uh, on the line right now. But I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just curious your thoughts on if the injury bug hadn't taken out. Key yeah. Like- you know, I, I feel like I'm a generally more glass half empty Lakers fans than a lot of Lakers fans are. Um, I think if Anthony Davis was healthy all season, we'd make the playoffs. I don't think we'd win. And a huge part of it's Russell Westbrook. We just wasted assets on him. Um, and if we, if we stick with him, I feel like they could bench him and bring him off the bench as at least for energy off the bench. Like, I don't know, but looking back to he's already, when, he's already on record saying he isn't a bench player. No, yeah, for sure. He's a problem. But but looking last season, there's all these stories coming out now. Like DeMar DeRozan was dying to play with the Lakers. Uh the Buddy Heald trade was there. You know, like all these pieces that when I look at the team now are like, oh, that's literally what we're missing is like a playmaking shooter who can I don't know who can just like read the floor and not be a selfish basketball player. Yeah. So I don't think it, it's like, what's the metrics of success for your team? I, you and me are in similar spots and our teams have won multiple titles in our lifetime and it's awesome. And I don't take it for granted, but there's a different metric of success now, right? It's us being the seven seed is like not, that's a loss, right? For a lot of small market teams, it's like, dude, we made the playoffs with all our homegrown talent. And that's a huge win. And that's just not a win for us anymore. So, right. And you're, I, not, and you're not the seventh seed. <laughs> yeah, we're the eleventh <laughs> seed. Or but no, I get what you're saying. I mean, well, I mean, bottom line is this you, you have LeBron, who is, in some people's minds, the greatest player of all time. Um, yeah, he's amazing. And you have not just LeBron, but you have. You you might know the number. You have six top seventy five players of the, like the top seventy five. AD Carmelo, uh, Dw- Dwight Howard on that list. He's on the. He made the list. Yeah, I think he's a top seventy five. Oh. Um, Dwight. Well, yeah, we have a lot of like maybe West, players. Maybe Westbrook is too. He's got two MVPs. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think you have six. I'm. I think you have six top seventy five NBA players on that team. Which is yeah. plus LeBron, you know, again, some people's goat. I mean, and you are the 11th seed. I mean, again, Anthony Davis injuries are a big deal. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to think just what happened in L.A. I love it because I can't stand the Lakers. Um, but 
And I especially love it because the player that I can't stand the most in the NBA is Russell Westbrook, <laughs> just because I never, you know, I never got the hype with him. You know, he's just, he's a bad shooter. He's a freak athlete. Um, and I just don't think he's a winner. I've never thought he was a winner. You know, he has to, he mm-hmm. dominates the ball. Um, and just all the montages of him shooting shots off the side of the backboard and just airballing and just missing everything. is just the funniest thing to me this year. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loving yeah. that. Um, and the funny thing is like, they're, I don't know, they're not they're going to fire their coach, but LeBron made the decision to bring in Westbrook. And at this point, Westbrook's back for next year, as far as we know, right? Like Westbrook, as far as we know, no one's going to, the only trade leverage they have is that he's an expiring. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, bad. Pretty bad. I, I think this is going to sound like a huge, huge take just for the sake of being a huge take, but I truly mean it as someone who loves the Lakers. Uh, they have to trade LeBron this off season. <laughs> I'm serious. There's all the rumors are trading AD. It's like, why would you trade your younger superstar for, I don't know. Like they got to get rid of LeBron. Just get something. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't see it happening. Ownership's trying to sell tickets. LeBron sells tickets. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, I'm excited to see what happens to the Lakers next year. We know what's happened this year. I'm excited to see him next yeah. year. Um, yeah. Okay. Give us your warriors. You know, uh, I know you don't have warriors, a lot of time. I, I know you don't have a lot of time. And, you know, I don't have a lot to say about the Warriors right now. I'm going to root for them. Um, I, I'm going to pull for them with my whole heart. I don't think they're going to win the title this year, although I will be rooting for them. Um, be just because they don't have the size. They didn't go out and get any post play at all. So they've got Kevon Looney who is very, very average as pretty much their only five. Um, and then they've got, you know, Draymond, who's going to play like a small five at, at six mm. and nine. And so, you know, that's just going to be a problem when you're trying to keep some of these monsters off the rim. You know, Phoenix has Aiton, which is a, a big problem, um, you know, and if they get to the finals, they got to deal with Giannis or Embiid or someone like that. Um, I... I don't know quite know what their what their playoff matchup is going to look like. If they pull Memphis, they're in trouble because Memphis kind of has their number. I'd actually rather the Warriors play Denver and Phoenix uh, than Memphis because the Warriors don't seem to have to. I think, they, with the I think Warriors would play Denver first, and then Phoenix theoretically. I think so. Yeah, uh, I would much rather see that. Uh, you know, that happened than see them have to play Memphis at any point. Cause Memphis takes that game very personally and very seriously. Memphis is good. They, yeah, they good. I like Memphis. They're tough. They've got, they've got massive chips on their shoulder. I mean, they're a serious ball club and I don't want anything to do with that team. Uh, I'm not afraid of Jokic. Um, and I'm not afraid of Phoenix, despite how sensational they are. So, wow. um, but hey, Drew, that being said, the Warriors have no size. And as someone who follows the NBA but doesn't follow the Warriors as closely as you, I'm hearing all this Steve Kerr chatter. What's your Steve Kerr take? Because I feel like what I'm hearing is 50-50. Like, one, Steve Kerr is awesome, and there's just been injury trouble. Or two, 
Steve Kerr is actually not a great coach and he's lost the locker room and he got lucky because he had like generational talent on the roster. Yeah, no, team. I fall in that. I fall in that second camp for sure. I fall. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. A huge, a huge bunch of Warriors fans go crazy saying what Steve Kerr has got multiple titles. Well, you're crazy. You can't find a better coach than that. I think Steve Kerr just rolls the balls out and lets Steph and Draymond and Clay do their thing. And when Steph has been out, he's incapable of making any adjustments with the lineup he has. Um, and uh, yeah, but he'll he's going to get lucky this postseason because Steph's going to come back. And if Steph's healthy, Warriors got a shot. Um, so if Clay Thompson, well, it's going to come down to this: if Clay Thompson can be consistent hitting shots when Steph comes back, take the pressure off Steph. Because right now, um, all season long, teams have been just running three and four defenders at Steph every single game saying, you know, somebody else beat us and no one else is beating them. So, yeah, um, you know, I don't know. It's a, it, the Warriors got some got a lot of problems. Um, you know, <laughs> their coaching is a problem. But, you know, Steph, Draymond, Clay, if they really step up and play good basketball and they get something from Wiggins who has been weird since the all-star break, just not showing up at all. You know, if they get something from, if Jordan Poole can give him shots, if Kaminga can give him some buckets, you know, get great defense out of Gary Payton. I mean, they, they've got the pieces. They don't have the size, but they've got the pieces. If just a couple yeah. of them show up, they can, uh, you know, they're going to be tough to beat unless they're playing. Yeah. And then Memphis just Memphis has that dog in them. I, that's just a team I want nothing to do with. Memphis is they're so fun to watch, man. They yeah. somehow are like still grit and grind Memphis, but like faster and younger with yeah. all different players. Yeah, and they didn't have John Morant for like twenty five games or like twenty three games, and they won like twenty one of them. Yeah, like something crazy, like without their best player, you know, that's just how hard they play. They remind me a lot of those, uh, when they be like the early 2010 bulls teams with Derek Rose and Taj Gibson and Joakim, where it was like Derek Rose missed a bunch of games, but they kept winning just like a really solid team. They're fun, man. Memphis. Yeah. Cause so yeah, obviously we focus on the West. Um, because that's where we live and where our teams are. But I mean, let's be honest, the East is, the East is stacked. There's some good teams in the East. I mean, mm-hmm. the defending champs are from the East and, and they're not a, yep. they're not a, a shoe in for the finals this year. So there's some, there's some good teams on both sides. So, um, new or, uh, Brooklyn is the, they're in the playing tournament. They're either seven or eight right now. What do you think Brooklyn's path forward is? You know, do you think that they it was like an injury thing and Kyrie wasn't vaxxed yeah, and like I, they're just gonna start ripping through teams or do you think there's real problems there? No, I think they're they're definitely a team. They're a team to. I mean, anytime you got a KD and Kyrie out there, um, you know that's not a team I would take lightly. So I mean, KD's yeah. in my opinion the best basketball player in the NBA. So you know, right now, just period, he's like it. I think. Yeah. Even though the the talking heads say Giannis is, I, I I still think it's KD. I just think he's the best basketball player in the NBA when healthy. Yeah, so, I agree with that. Um, I mean, <laughs> if you're playing Brooklyn, I wouldn't take it lightly. That's 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 all I would say about that. You know, um, Boston yeah. is 
playing really well right now. Shout out to Peyton Pritchard, Westland's finest. Bakla's playing really, yeah. really well. They're really Peyton. tough. Um, I mean, again, Milwaukee's the defending champs. Embiid is MVP buzz again. Do you think Embiid gets the MVP this year, or what do you think? No, no. If I think Jokic it's Jokic. Again, I'm going to flip out, Dan. If Jokic gets, I think he's going to. I'm going to flip out. I can't. Ugh, I'm not. I'm not. He's not my guy. I'm not a fan. I think Jokic is like the favorite by a long shot right now. I think he's like minus two fifty or something. Gonna go back to back, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's gonna be unanimous because I'm pretty sure Embiid's gonna pull some votes, right? Yeah, Embiid's incredible. But what's so funny is Philly, since they got James Harden, they've been playing way worse. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. James Harden is yeah. the only player I dislike as much as Russell Westbrook. Mm. So. Yeah, anyway, uh, give me your picks right now. Who wins the finals? Who wins the MVP? I mean, I guess you think Jokic wins it, but who wins the MVP, finals? I think Jokic. Um, finals, I think it's the Suns' year. Okay. I really do. They're, I mean, Monty Williams is just, like, the best. And Chris Paul's back healthy, right? He's back. Yeah, he's back. You never know if he's healthy, but he's back. I just uh, think... They remind me of the Mavs in uh, 2011. Was that when they won their title? 2012? Yeah, something like that. Where it's like they have, they have like sort of superstars, but also not compared to like the rest of the league. But they're just, everyone knows their spot on the team. They have an amazing coach that everyone believes in. And they have a floor general and Chris Paul, you know? Yep. Yeah, and they got size. They got great role players. I mean, they're they're good. They, I don't think the Suns have a weakness, to be honest. Um, they're like you yeah. said, well coached. Uh, like Booker is like quote unquote their star, but he's not. You know, he, he Booker is not the guy that they don't have to rely on him every night. You know, like the mm-hmm. Warriors have to rely on Steph every night when he's back. You know, yeah, you don't have to rely on Booker every night, which is good because he doesn't show up every night. <laughs> he just yeah. So, all right. So Phoenix over who is in your finals? Phoenix B2. I think, I think Brooklyn goes. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good call. I like it. I, I respect it from the seven seed all the way. I just think KD is sick of like, I think he's sick of being out of it for a few years that he's just going to will the team. I was uh, just so you know, Brooklyn being the current seven seed in the East, that, that's like saying Minnesota in the West gets to the finals. They're the seven. Well, it is in terms of seeding, but they're not Minnesota. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just looking at the numbers. What what are we? Okay, we'll yeah. see. Who do you say? Well, we'll see who's right. I say Minnesota wins the West. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I say I say Golden State wins it. And the West, really? I say Golden State wins the f- finals. Really? Yeah. I say. Are Golden you just Golden State fan trolling here? No. I Should say, I go back and revise mine to say yeah. the Lakers? I say Golden, come back into I the. I say Golden State wins the finals again. Their problem is their size, but uh, I I think they're going to be a sleeping giant. I think they're going to. Wow. I think they're. I think Golden State wins it all. And, um, 
man, who is it going to beat in the East? It's such a, I, I said, I said it's going to be Golden State over Milwaukee in the East. Although wow. they could beat Milwaukee, but I'm going to say Golden State beats Milwaukee. Wow. That is quite the take. Okay. So Drew says we have it on video. We have it on audio. Drew says Golden State will win the finals over Milwaukee. Yeah. I say Phoenix will win over Brooklyn. Yeah. Done and done. And if I win, you have to fly out to Portland and take me to dinner. And if you win, I have to fly out to Phoenix and take you to dinner. Okay. And it, what if neither of us win? Then you have to fly out to Portland and take me to dinner. <laughs> then, we meet, then we meet in the middle. We meet in Temecula. We, yeah, we meet in Temecula and Matt takes us wine taste. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, um, man, Drew, this is good stuff, man. I don't have an MVP pick because I, I I don't know who it's going to be and I can't say Jokic because I'm so tired of Jokic. He, how can the MVP be a guy who's just not a winner? He's just not a winner. How can he be the MVP? I mean, that's I like know. no one wants. That's to what Russell, everyone's saying. No one wants to give Russell Westbrook the MVP. He averaged a triple double and he got it. And guess what? He averaged a triple double again. He wasn't in the top fifteen. Why? Because people were like, "Why would we give it to a guy who's not a winner?" Well, when are, when is Jokic going to get the same treatment? When, Dan? When? I don't know. They're without Jamal Murray this year. They're winning quite a bit. We'll see. We'll see how far they get. I say, I say, I see a Denver flame out the same time of year we always see the Denver flame out. So, yeah. Um, unless he comes back and makes me eat my words, in which case I will apologize on the pod. To Mr. Jokic, who will be on this pod. <laughs> Mr. Jokic, I apologize. I apologize to his face on the pod. Mm-hmm. So, Drew, this was fun. It's good yeah. to be back. Good to see, good to see your face. It's if only if only our loyal listeners could see our faces right now. Oh boy, they'd be they'd be freaking out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, maybe we switch the format to the vlog. Mm-hmm. To our Zangas. <laughs> well, Drew, we'll try to do this once a week or so, huh? Yeah. I love it. Got playoffs starting. MLB just started. Bachelorette doesn't come on till July, but I'm sure there'll be something between now and then. There will be something. Mm-hmm. You got to watch Yellow Jacket so we could talk. This could be a Yellow Jacket. You, scared me. You, scared, you scared me away from it. Plus, I don't have that. I don't have that level of technology. I don't have that shit. I don't have that channel. There's a 30 day free trial, <laughs> yeah, all right. but it is very scary. I'll think about it. So awesome, man. Hey, it's all great, right. to uh, great to hear you. you Drew. And to all our listeners, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, sorry. We've been gone for so long. But we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. She said she in love. What's that? Trust. What's that? Us, what's that? Yeah, I'm married to the gang. Don't be playing games. Only bringing flowers to the homies' grave. She say she in love. What's that? Trust. What's that? Us, what's that? Yeah, I'm married to the money. Don't be playing games. Only bringing flowers to the homies' grave. Red Ferrari seats. All my homies let out on these streets. Makeup on my sheets. Makeup sex. Stress. Hope she leave. Reaching for my keys. She like where you going? Stay with me. Hate to see a bed. She don't want me dead. Posted on the block, when it's war, ain't no warning shots.